another episode of the Granite List Live. Navigating a sea of benefit solution is daunting at best, and new vendors emerge every week. Hosts Lee Dill and Sally Pace bring brokers and employers a solid resource when it comes to uncovering what's new, what's needed, and what is happening now to allow for the best plan design possible. By staying on top of trends, brokers and employers can in turn stay on top of spending while improving employee engagement and outcomes. Listen into this episode today where they welcome Michael Thompson. Welcome back to the second half of the interview with Dr. David Adamson, CEO of Arc Fertility. In the first half of this interview, Dr. Adamson dispelled several myths about fertility health benefits, including the concern of multiple births. Reproductive health is a personal life journey that is different for everyone, but infertility is often kept in the shadows. Infertility causes stress, life and work dysfunction, and affects productivity. Arc Fertility empowers forward-thinking companies to help their employees overcome infertility. The Arc Fertility Now app delivers easy-to-use, extensive, evidence-based information when you need it for your reproductive health. The Arc Fertility Now app is easy to use for any stage of your reproductive journey. The app provides access to infertility and fertility care resources based on answers to questions providing personalized answers and support so people can make informed choices and avoid unnecessary medical treatments, prediction tools, tell employees about their individualized chances of a live birth, cost of treatment, and emotional health status. The app is integrated with a specialized concierge support team that can support people in their reproductive journeys and connect them with a center of excellence when needed. Visit arcfertility.com today and download the Fertility Now app from Google Play Store or Apple App Store. I'm going to switch gears a little bit, Dr. Adamson, and talk about from the, the provider's perspective. Can you talk to our audience a little bit about what the perspective of fertility care is from the benefits provider's point of view? Sally, that's a question I really love to answer. And the reason I love to answer that is that uh, when I started our company, Advanced Reproductive Care, which now does business as Arc Fertility, in 1997, the purpose of the company was to increase access to quality fertility care. And so the reason we need to increase access is that, as I mentioned earlier, only one person in four in the United States gets the care they need because of lack of employer coverage, lack of insurance coverage. And so it doesn't matter how good your system is, if people cannot afford to access it, then it's not going to be uh, successful. You're not going to solve the problem. And so we think access is the single most important issue to deal with today. And that's why we're so excited about having, you know, an employer fertility program, which does make this program affordable. Now, once somebody goes for care, it's, of course, really important to get quality care. We're really committed to evidence-based, cost-effective care. If you don't have evidence-based, cost-effective care, it's not going to be good for the employee, and it's certainly not going to be good for the employer or the healthcare system or society. So quality of care really, really matters, and that's why we've really focused on a centers of excellence with board-certified reproductive endocrinologists who are also especially vetted by known individuals, known doctors who, who know that these are really good doctors and good people practicing good medicine. The other aspect that I think is really important to providers these days is we recognize how significant and emotional 
journey is with infertility. Personally, I had one of uh, my children who had significant problem uh, getting pregnant, had a late pregnancy loss, and had to do several cycles of IVF. And so I saw up close, very close, how emotionally challenging and difficult this problem is. And so we're really focused on providing emotional support. And this is not just from the doctor, of course. In fact, it's from all the staff in the doctor's office, uh, from the receptionist to the billing people, the medical assistants, the nurses, and the doctors. And in addition to that, it's really important to have uh, solid information about emotional wellness and tools and information about that, which we do provide for all of the employees who are going through this journey to help them manage this. And of course, very importantly, it's a, you have to be able to have resources to refer people to mental health professionals, infertility counselors, when they need that special help, and also to group sessions, uh, for example, through Resolve, which has consumer groups uh, and self-help groups. So you have to be really, really committed if you're a provider, provider to the following uh, and supporting the employees on the emotional aspect of this journey. And finally, we have to make it affordable. Uh, this is one of the reasons we have uh, packages of services because by putting in just the services that are needed, not anything extra, by getting a set price, we can uh, make this an affordable price and we make it affordable not only by increasing access with the employer subsidy, but also in our direct-to-consumer financing program. If the employer has a subsidy that's not quite enough to meet all the needs that the employee has, then we can use our uh, best-in-class direct-to-consumer uh, financing program to get uh, employees additional funds so they can get the care they really need. So I think the real features that are important for for providers are to make sure that the care is accessible, uh, to provide high-quality care, give emotional support so that the employee can have a really good journey, the best possible through their medical care, and then to have programs in place to make it affordable uh, so we can make it happen for them. I love how you've thought through all facets of the infertility journey and how you've put together a great centers of excellence of your providers. Using your network, would the plan members have to travel to see some of your doctors? Do you have a national presence? Can you speak a little bit about that and how the providers get in your network? Uh, sure, very happy to answer that. So our Centers of Excellence Network has been set up by requiring a board-certified reproductive endocrinologist to go through all the usual accreditation steps. In addition to that, uh, as I mentioned, we have an advisory board. Um, we make sure that for every doctor that comes into our network, we have someone who personally knows them and, and can vouch for the quality of their care and also quality of their character and that they'll practice good medicine. We now have uh, over 365 reproductive endocrinologists across the country in over 250 locations. So we're, we're essentially everywhere across the country. And our clinics provide one quarter, 25% of all the IVF cycles in the country. So we really are in almost all regions of the country and almost every employee would be able to find one of our clinics very close to them. Uh, in the very uh, unusual situations where there might not be someone close, we will look at uh, adding a clinic in that area if uh, we feel they're a very high quality clinic and or our clinics can work 
at a distance, sometimes with telehealth and with another clinic in that area where the employee actually lives. So very few employees would not have a clinic that's very close and accessible to them. I want to go back to perspectives because like Lee said, you've really, as you've curated your program and moved from direct to consumer now pursuing a product and a, a process that is attractive to employers, can you talk to our audience a little bit? We've got both brokers and employers, but let's first talk to employers and what is the fertility care opportunity for them? Well, the fertility care opportunity for employers is uh, really substantial. First of all, uh, by having a uh, fertility benefit, they're really going to reduce some of their health care costs that they're currently paying but don't know about in their general medical plan through uh, miscoding and waste and overutilization of services. So they'll start to save some money there. They can potentially save even a lot more money by reducing the number of multiples, which has already been reduced quite substantially when these services are provided by fertility experts. The multiple birth rate now, the twin rate, is well under 10% and dropping. So they can save money from what they're currently spending now. In addition to that, when they put a benefit in, they're going to have very happy employees. For those who need it, this is really a lifesaver. And so those employees will become more productive at work. It'll also help them a lot in talent uh, retention and talent recruitment. There are multiple studies that show that with fertility benefits, employees are more likely to be happy with the employer, appreciate the culture in the company, and more likely to recommend the company as a good place to work. So there'll be real uh, talent retention and recruitment benefits to the employer. In addition to that, they'll be able to demonstrate in a tangible way that they really are committed to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, so that all employees who have family building goals and desires will be able to take advantage of their, uh, of their fertility benefit. So I think there are, there are many, many advantages. And, and in addition to this, because they can choose the subsidy amount, the employer can really manage their costs and, uh, and get comfortable with the program as they bring it in. So I think there are multiple uh, opportunities here uh, for employers who bring in a fertility benefits program. So then let's switch gears. And like I said, we have a number of our audiences. It's pretty fairly divided. And we certainly have a lot of brokers in listening in. How can brokers, benefits advisors, best help their clients with respect to fertility benefits? Well, I think it's really important for brokers, uh, just first of all, to recognize how how pervasive the discussion is now about fertility benefits and that there are many, many uh, employees and employers who are now talking about fertility benefits. So it's very important for brokers uh, to be aware of this and to learn themselves about these benefits and and what's there. It's also important, of course, for the brokers to know about uh, the programs that are out there for fertility benefits and to inform uh, their clients about the opportunity to bring in a benefit that's going to be very desired by their employees, very positive for the company, and one that's also very affordable and going to be associated with a good experience uh, for the employees and a really terrific uh, outcome. It's important for employers and brokers also to know that there have been myths out there. Uh, Some of the myths are that 
uh, when you have fertility benefits that are way too expensive. And I hope we'll be able to discuss the fact that this is not the case. The fertility benefits can be very, very affordable, especially when one looks at the cost savings associated with them. And another myth is that there are still very, very high multiple pregnancy rates. And the multiple pregnancy rates are still coming down, uh, but they've come down from 25 or 30 percent twin rate a decade or so ago now to well under 10 percent already and dropping very quickly. And certainly in our program, we can require single embryo transfer, which uh, really drops the multiple pregnancy rate to about the uh, same multiple rate as the background rate in the general population. And so the myths about cost, the myths about multiples need to be dispelled by the brokers when they talk to their employers. And then I think it's important to show the options and that there are some very uh, high quality care with uh, benefit uh, design in the programs that bring cost-effective, affordable care and really, really good outcomes uh, that will, will be a big advantage to the company. So I think these are the major points that that uh, brokers want to inform themselves about, and they want to make sure they're talking to all their clients about it as well. Well, thank you. I think it's such a great topic right now, and for employers and brokers to be educated on it, especially with the platform that you offer, because you are one one of a kind, and you know the timing is right for what you have to offer for these employers. So in summary, Dr. Adamson, we do ask all of our all of our guests to share their their favorite book. What would you recommend or what are you reading right now that you want to share with our audience? Well, you know, sorry, that's a good question. There's a lot of wonderful books out there now and and literature on uh, what we need to do to improve the healthcare system. But one of the ones that uh, I think is very interesting and it's also interesting that it was uh, really published uh, over a decade ago, but I think the message is really, really sound today, uh, and it's called a Triple Aim Focus. And this is uh, the Triple Aim, Care, Health, and Cost by Donald Berwick and Thomas Nolan and John Whittington, uh, which was published in 2008. And this talks about the important triple aims in healthcare and to transform our healthcare system to be a more cost-effective system with better outcomes. And what they talk about is improving the experience of care for patients and employees, improving health outcomes, and reducing per capita costs. And we're really pleased that our program is focused on exactly those three things, improving experience uh, by understanding and educating uh, employees and providing them a lot of support on their uh, fertility journey uh, by improving health outcomes by using evidence-based care and single embryo transfer and reducing multiple rates and by reducing costs by avoiding waste and overutilization by using uh, only best standards of care uh, and by uh, having uh, packaged uh, services which include everything that's needed but not more than is needed. And I think if we focus on these three goals, uh, we're going to achieve a really exemplary uh, healthcare system. And I know that we're working to do that with our fertility benefits. So that's the triple aim, Care, Health, and Cost by Donald Berwick from 2008. Fantastic. Well, we, we certainly share in that vision with you. And I can't thank you enough for spending time with us today. Um, for the audience that is listening that wants to learn more about ARC Fertility's employer program, I want to encourage all of you to visit arcfertility.com 
and toggle over to the employer program tab to, to see how this program and how attention to this issue can really add intrinsic and lasting value, both for your plan members and for, as you pointed out, attracting and retaining talent. So with that, I want to thank you on behalf of Lee and I for joining us today. Thanks to you, Dr. Adamson. Thanks to our audience. And we invite you to to tune in to another episode of The Granite List Live. Uh, Sally, thanks for all the work you're doing for us. We appreciate your help. If you missed the first half of this interview, be sure to go back and listen to Can Employers Afford to Provide Fertility Benefits and Can Employers Afford Not to with Dr. David Adamson, CEO of Arc Fertility. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Granite List Live. Access our entire library by visiting your favorite podcast venue or subscribe on our site, thegranitelist.live.com.